0: Sometimes I, I think I want somebody to be the boss of me, but then I realize, yeah, that's not going to be good. Because really, I like, nobody gets to boss me around. Every formula.
1: Coming at you live from Venus, Uncle Dre and Auntie Chris bring you Gangster, Gangster Goddess, Goddess Broadcast. <laughs> Welcome to Gangster Goddess Broadcast with Uncle Dre and... Oh. Oh. Miss Aida Turturro. Hello, hello. I'm so happy. You and I are not that far off in age. No, but- You know what? Now we're old. We're just fucking old. It's
0: okay. I don't care anymore. I don't care. The only thing I hate about getting old, like I don't mind because to tell you the truth, my brain is still fucking going at the speed of light and my energy. But you know what I hate? I hate when you're like, you bend down and you don't, get to the oh. floors quickly you're like I got and I was like that in my thirties though come out we, well it's a pain in the ass but let me tell you something I see some young people and they're like I'm so tired I'm so tired and I'm like what are you fucking <laughs> talking about? How fucking old are you? Like you know what I mean? You're tired from what? What do you like I <sighs> mean? I was like I uh, well,
1: shut up. You know they're tired I'm from the about? internet. You're I'm tired, tired from I, the damn like, internet. Give me a uh, no, stop. I gotta stop. That's not good. I'm, I shouldn't
0: curse so much, but uh,
1: you, know you know what? Like, I, we what? have a thing going on the show where they're yeah. trying to get me to to not curse. Okay. And it is a friggin' challenge. But then, yeah. of course, I see your face, and I'm okay. ready to yeah. m- fucking I, go I, right I know. now.
0: It's not, I will say the truth is, I don't think that you know, like I do tend to curse, especially if I'm in the car and someone's pissing me off. Cause <laughs> like when I'm in the car driving on the LIE or in the city and I'm dealing with drama, the, the stuff that comes out of my mouth is just politically incorrect. Not, I mean, not like everything, the vulgarity. And I don't think it's very pretty. And I don't think I should curse. I don't think when I hear it, I should, but if, you know, when people kind of F with me. We're Italian. It comes out. It comes out. We're Italian. But I don't think it's just, I mean, there's Italians who never curse and I don't think it's respect. Who are they? don't say that. It's not just being, I think there's people that have a garbage mouth like me, which I'm going to work on. I don't think it's good to have a garbage mouth. I really don't. No, I
1: know. I mean, when I'm, I'm raising kids, I'm I'm raising kids. It's tough, but you know, when I lose my shit on them at this point, I'm using F-bombs left and right on them.
0: And I'm like... Mm -hmm. Oh my god! I just wow. cursed my ten-year-old son. Like I find I when I'm really pissed off, like really pissed off, then there's no way I'm not going to curse because I'll, you know. But I really am nice. I mean, I'm a nice person. I, my birthday like came and I mean, people give me a lot of nice gifts and flowers and I'm loved and no. someone bought me a bike that I needed <gasps> and like, boy, oh, I can't really afford a bike right now and. Then, i friend for me. I mean, I got so many like gifts that I didn't even ask for or you know want people to spend money. So I'm very blessed to have like. I, in all fairness, it's not about the gifts. It's just about the pouring of love. Yeah. It was you know it's nice when you see that you know. But anyway, I'm talking. Yes, you
1: have a you have a a nice life out there. I re- I remember yes. when you were living on 18th Street. Was it 18th? 17th. Yeah, seventeen. Seventeenth. I remember being in that apartment. Yeah, I remember a- when, when you, when you were done and that was it. And you moved out, you moved out
0: to the country. I moved to the country. Yes. For to, I grew up in the city. I grew up in Lower East Side of Manhattan before it was like, Oh, it's really cool to live in the Lower East Side. But I grew up, um, I moved there when I was four. And my father was this artist, like a very, very talented artist. And so he bought this unrenovated synagogue. He made it like his art studio. No, it's totally no. serious. And I'm this wow. kid, like this four-year-old going, where? And I'm living with my stepmother and my sister. And I'm like, I was so shy. And I was like, where am I? Like, you know, I was the only white girl in the neighborhood, but it was a very like black Puerto Rican. We had the Jewish culture. We had the Chinese over here. You know, it was like, so I went to school with like everybody, every nationality. I grew up in the city. It was like the coolest, best, everybody was there. You know? Did so you I, guys live so, in the synagogue? We lived in this renovated synagogue. Yeah. Oh my God. That's like a dream of
1: mine to either live in a church or an old synagogue or a firehouse or yeah, but I mean, right in the kid. middle of Manhattan.
0: I know. But when you're a kid, you're like, could I have wall to wall carpeting? I want a colored TV. I, want I know. Ring- I want ringdings in the fridge. You know, I <laughs> Ooh, didn't want normal stuff. dings in the fridge. Oh my God. Twinkies in I the mean, freezer. Not that we never had them, but I mean, when I get in a depressed state, like, not a lot, but I'm saying it's now it's not the same ringdings. But when I used to be like the thing, you know, people go have a drink, I'd be like, I need a fucking ding. But you know, like it's it's that kind of thing that you go to like it's like I don't know. I don't know. I like, that's a whole eating thing. But well, I, mean, I love growing up in the city. I, I grew up I mean growing growing up
1: in a synagogue is today well, let's a, just say, a fairy yeah. tale for an adult.
0: Is it yeah? For a New Yorker. I get I don't it know. Is. But oh, for me know. it is and then I went to like the best junior um, elementary school in the city, PS41. Oh, but, you went, so did my kids. Oh, really? They would. Yes. my friend's kids go. And I, I, I mean, I didn't live near it. So we don't want to bring up the fact that we lied about where I lived. But then I took the train alone, man. I was like, in, like, like, I mean, the first two years I went with my sister and then like by third grade, I was alone on the train. It was crazy. Wow. Where were you coming? You were, were you? Well, I came from East Broadway down, like Lower East Side, right? And then I'd I'd be right there, and then I'd take it to West 4th, and then I'd walk. But it was cool. And I met my – it's so funny. My my best friend Denise, who lived over there in the village, um, I'm going to see her tomorrow. Now she's living out in Southampton – um, I've got some furniture. I'm like Denise. I can't take it. You're moving. Do you want this stuff? I'm trying to clear out the house. So she. I'm like I'm gonna see Denise tomorrow. And like since first grade, oh, I've been. Oh, that's nice.
1: You have a whole community out there. It's I, awesome.
0: I do have a bunch of like this town is great. It got a little populated lately. I, but but the 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 real locals and I mean my neighbor. I, my neighbor just walked over with the kid. I was like, oh, playing with the kid and the dogs are well. Let's see, my dog's um, and my neighbor's dog just went out for like the third time. I took him to the beach, then we took mm. a walk, And the neighbor took them somewhere else. I mean, they got the life, man. You guys with the Sopranos, I got to tell you something. <laughs> By doing some things like talking to people, people watching it, it's really weird because people are talking about all these things on the Sopranos and I haven't seen it for like 20 years. Well, I heard that you,
1: ne- that you oh. never watched it and then you started watching it with Edie and the no, two of no, no, you decided you couldn't it, watch
0: it because it no, made no, you I too upset. It, I did watch it when it first came on, obviously. Oh, you did, okay. No, no, I saw that. Maybe I missed a few, but then we were <laughs> trying, I don't know. I saw that. We were trying to watch it and it was too early after Jimmy died and I don't know, it was, it was a little, it was little too weird. hard, but I think I'm going to go back and watch it. I am. I am. You know that it was because up hundred and things. it
1: was up 176% in viewership during this whole pandemic. Wow. That's a lot. It's insane. I know. Do people still bother you on the street nonstop now because no, the show is no. so, but it's so popular again. I mean, it's no beyond.
0: I, I run into some young people or if they find out me or somewhere if I'm somewhere in dog. I mean, you know, we're not, who's going out as much, right? But when people- Right, no, me I know, I know. Or somewhere, yeah, I mean, it's so nice when people say, I mean, for years, just anyone, who doesn't like someone giving you a compliment, you know? But I, I really appreciate that. Oliver, I don't want barking. He's- I he do. Oliver, to talk to me. Come here uh, and talk to me, Oliver. It, I got a little yelled at today, not yelled at, but sometimes, you know, when my neighbors' dogs come over, it might give him extra treats. Ooh. <laughs> hey, oh, do you hear him? Come here oh, to your mother. Oh, let, let me see on. his face. Come here. Come over here. I want I you see to see that come face. Here. Oh, Ollie. He's such a pain in the ass. Ollie, come here to mommy. Oliver Totoro. I love oh, that oh, house. Oh. Come up, yeah. come Aida. Up. I almost called you
1: Janice just now. I, I'm up, losing up, my here. mind because I'm staring at my yeah. notes. boy.
0: There he is. Oh, come my God. <gasps> Hello. boy. Here he is. Here he is. Who's oh yeah, He's yeah. A fat yeah. Boy. That's He's a a bad boy. Very good boy. Bad a good boy. That's enough. I love it. But anyway, um, you look beautiful, Drea. As as thank you, baby.
1: Always. Oh, you are but, always my number one fan. I am your number
0: one fan. And I'm at, um, I'm the fan work. of your kids. Oh my God, Blackjack. No, he. I I gotta say the f word. No. He, Say it. Say no, it. no, no. He, kills he kills me. He just, kills me. he's the cutest, right? He's like, I mean, both of them are beautiful, but I mean, he's my mini Guinea. He's a, he's a
1: good one to have. Yeah. No, yeah. He's no, a good one to good. have.
0: You have good. He's kids. a handful I, though. I love kids. I don't like spoil. I don't like kids when people spoil them and don't teach them how to do things like, like, Oh no, I'll come in the room. Like if you're going to have a kid, Kids le- need to learn how to do shit in the house and like, oh no, I'll do it. It's true. It. Oh, okay. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I mean, I love the way I... you talk to my kids, by the way.
1: I love the way you talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> it cracks me I'm up. like, guys, let's go. She's I'm... like, she reminds me of my aunt and all of my aunts are dead.
0: You know, it's like the, you know, the well, old et- the the last, school like... Italians. I love kids and I will spoil them. I have a lot, a lot of children in my life who have grown up and, but I don't believe that kids need to be, if you don't let them take care of things, they don't know how to do things. I agree. I won't say, so I'm with a family person, we're at the beach and the son is older and I'm like, okay, you know, put the umbrella up. And he's like, he can't put the umbrella up. And he's like 17 and I'm like, what do you mean? Just and like your, his father? I'm like, put the fucking put just put the fucking umbrella. What, what is this <laughs> problem here? And it's like because everybody they want to take care of them, and we'll pack the car and we'll. do- Oh yeah, too precious. Work. And too precious. And I'm like, honey. Then the only way to hear it is like, okay, you're 17. How fucking sexy is that going to be when you're putting an umbrella in at the beach with your girl? You think she's going to have sex with you? No. <sighs> Now that he might understand, not clean your room or you don't have to. <laughs> anyway, the point is like these kids, they don't know how to do the laundry. They don't know how to make a book, Cook. They don't know how to do the Clean the bathroom. Yeah. No, ra- right. raising an independent kid is the most important thing. Listen, God I knows. I was independent. I was on my own at 15. And you know what? I never had to feel that feeling of, oh, I don't know. Like it's to be able to take care of yourself is a great feeling. And it's people who get scared and I'm like, how do you do this and how do you do that? Like, okay, me in front of a computer, I'm not so good. I haven't none I'm a am better. generation. I had, but I didn't grow up with that, you know? No, neither I, none of I, us.
1: I, um but um <laughs> oh what else? <laughs> no, thank you. But now, okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm take I'm gonna take you, um I'm gonna start asking you some annoying questions. Oh, right I now love annoying that questions that you're that our listeners are going to want to know the answers to. Okay. And,
0: now, and, and is it going to be multiple choice or like I have to? hundred oh, percent multiple choice. choice. <laughs> okay. I'm going I'm to speak. I'm ready. Wait, let me First have of all, one more coffee. When did chances. I become an
1: interviewer? I don't even know what, this is like the most unlikely interview of all time that I should be asking I mean, anybody you know any freaking questions.
0: You're such, you've got great energy and you know what an interviewer needs? to have great energy and like people. It's great about tits. talking, okay? That's all. And great breath. <laughs> right, exactly, of course. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I, that was a joke, everyone. I, <sighs> I'm, I'm not that kind of woman who thinks I life, wasn't joking,
1: know. everyone. I do want to know how you started acting because oh, okay. I Absolutely. heard that you, you were the reluctant actor in the back of the acting class, petrified, just like me. So, you know, we show up to these acting classes. We're like, we want to be actors. And then the
0: teacher okay. calls on you and you're like, no. All right. I'm sorry. That's I was eating this candy. Cause they it was like, eat. A, no, it was a coffee candy to give me energy. All right. So listen, I actually, even though I'm like not shy anymore and I, that changed a lot. I wasn't always shy. I got less shy later in life, but I didn't get bossy and as confident until later on in life. <laughs> but it wasn't because of the Sopranos, I just- Oh, you maybe, were bossy when you
1: got there. You were, you were bossy the day I met you. I was like, was before, I love this person. So
0: no, I'm not bossy, but well now maybe I'm bossy. She's bossy. You know what it is? I stopped taking shit. I used to be like the yes girl, the I'll do everything for everyone. And people kind of me stepped too. on me. And slowly I I was like, I don't take shit for any amount. I'm nice, I'm giving, I go help people organize. I'm a great organizer as a favor, I'll help you move. Uh, I mean, I spent the weekend helping my friend pack up her house for the uh, the whole weekend because I I love to help and give. But if someone thinks they're gonna fuck with me, that's not gonna happen and not even. So getting back to me, I was a shy kid, I'm sitting, I was in like, I think it was like seventh or eighth because in eighth, I think it was eighth grade, when it happened, like, you know, when you start thinking what you're going to do in high school, where you, what school you're going to go to. So seventh or eighth grade, I'm in improvisation class, which was one of the electives. You could take musicals, theater, impro- <laughs> and I was so shy that I swear to you, I'd sit in the back of the class and I'd be like, it was Mr. Fleischman. Please don't call on me, please don't. I'm not talking like serious, seriously. Oh, serious. I, I, me too. Seriously petrified. So I don't remember the whole everything, but I do remember this one day. So one day I get up and somehow I go up and I do this improv and I don't remember it, but I remember feeling like out of my body, almost like this, not high, but like this, this thing like falling in love, like this cathartic kind of, I don't know, like higher power kind of, I just kind of performed. And I was really good. And it was almost like a loose seal ball, vitamin, the vitamin thing. So all I can say is everybody was like, wow, that was great. And I, I just was like out of my body and I felt really great. And sometime after that, I said, well, I'm going to be an actress. Now, mind you, my cousin, John was acting. My cousin, Nick was acting. My sister, Linda um, was acting who doesn't speak to me, the whole story. But Everyone was acting, so everyone went, oh, sure, you're going to act. And I never felt that I needed to prove it to anyone because I was well, practically on my own at that point anyway, you know. And I just decided to do it, and I went to a regular high school, Seward Park, and started doing the shows. And then I went to SUNY New Paltz, and I got in the shows. I got, and I did great, and I sang, and I did Three Penny Opera, and I did working, and I did cabaret, and, and then it all oh, started. And um, So you,
1: Aida, you, um, your sorry. kind
0: of acting
1: is not the same kind of acting as a lot of, like everybody has their style. You and Jim had a yeah. similar style. Uh, mm-hmm. even, even, um, like, I feel like we're less technical. We're more animals in a cage that just, the let us loose. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't I'm curious to know. I'm not well, did you have a method? Did you,
0: what was your, You know, I did study Meisner. Um, with, oh, that was what I studied too. Yeah. So I studied angry. Meisner because it was about, <laughs> you know, the whole thing. It was really about just honesty and working off the other person yes. and being in that moment. I mean, obviously, you know. You know, you you kind of watch and you form. And I was never a person that worked in my head. I studied parts of the script and I I wrote down the information for the character and what was in the in the you know with the play or the script of like where they came from and blah, blah all the details, all the information. But when it came after you took that in, and after you saw stuff, it was like kind of. Um, you know, like you let it come inside you. And my father was an artist. Uh, a, like I said, a wonderful painter. And my dad was, you know, I just trusted that and he was supportive. And you know, I, I, I didn't think about it a lot. I just knew it was going to be okay. And I, I remembered like this, I was in therapy once and things were bad. And the therapist was like, well, maybe you should get a regular job. Now I cleaned houses for 16 years. It wasn't like I was freaking working I was working I wasn't sitting there waiting for someone to support me but I mean you know I was like I said no I'm not gonna don't worry about it it's all gonna work out and I just always felt inside that it wouldn't hey does it you know you get older and you know there's a COVID or you're getting older and they don't hire you it's the business and you know you do it because you want to do it and you have to always remember doing your art sometimes you can't always do it so simply but you do it because it's part of you. And then remember that sometimes you're going to have to make ends meet a different way, whatever. This is the world. It's 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 been, it's been, it's
1: definitely, I would say that um, that life after Sopranos was a very strange ride for Mm -hmm. sure. And and now being some, I'm, I'm almost 50. You know, figuring out how to, you know, we, we didn't, uh, the other, another crazy thing, you know, this is we don't get residuals from the
0: sopranos. So people yeah. think,
1: you that get we're- little
0: things. You get residuals that are like, oh, $20. And then if it shows a lot, oh, look at that one's $40, but like not every week. It's like, you get a few, you know. You pay the Kate's yeah, bill. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not buying a freaking house. That's for sure. No, no. So the,
1: you know, getting those small, not getting any real compensation from the show, but also what happened to a lot of us after the show, not everyone, no. but for, I mean, for me, I know I had an uphill battle, um, as far mm-hmm. as stereotyping goes. And, you know, when you're in someone's living room every single day, you know, mm-hmm. playing an Italian American, Mm-hmm. well, then you're an Italian American for the rest of your life. Even though we are Italian Americans, Italian Americans are known for being really great actors. I mean, that's what, kind of what we do. We transform, we do whatever, but it has been aside from being a woman at our age and then being stereotyped and still being stereotyped to this day because yeah. of the show it has been really, really difficult. Do you deal with that with, well, I
0: mean, what's well, all I, mean I think I I deal with a lot of things. Um, um, in this I think the I think the business that's happening now is nothing like the business that's happening that I grew up in. You know, when in the in the in the business itself, it was about you worked hard, you were talented, you got work. Now you're talented, it doesn't really matter how what I thing you're on on the phone, or how many tweets or how many people follow you. It matters how much money like it's not about they don't even want like uh, Meryl Streep because oh this other person has more tweets I, I don't really know they want an influencer you they know, want influencers I mean, I'm though. a woman I was never uh the leading lady I you know be, being overweight before now I'm now I'm a little thinner Look, show us show us those legs I'm sexy Anyway, but the point being is that <laughs> Best Legs um, in town right here. There was a lot. A woman being older, and you know, and then there was then there's a lot. Anyway, we could go on with that, but to tell you I the know. truth, I mean you know what you do, you go like this in this world. You just say whatever. You do the best you can. If you're gonna sit here and think about it, it's gonna kill you. So I do the best I can under all the circumstances and whatever way it comes out it comes out. Um that's really it, you know. I mean I I have enough to take care of and you know it's hard on my own but at the same time I don't have kids. So I'm I mean, you yeah. know I mean, I got
1: kids, the mortgage, no work for months because of what we're in right now. Oh, no, no. I mean, we're doing we're doing the podcast. We're starting other things. We're trying to figure out other ways to make money so that I don't have to try and act anywhere at this point because it's just become so difficult. Every every film star now wants these TV roles, too. And, I'm you know, I'm a TV actor. Oh, no, I get it. Like, this
0: this is not easy, but I think that. Who knows, especially now. I mean, there's a lot of businesses, a lot of people. I think you just pray and you do everything that you can do positive in your life to make money, to survive, to be healthy, whatever. And, you know, we need less stuff. We don't need everything we used to think we need. Well, you do need health. You need, you need happiness and health. And, and I, like, agree. I don't know. And that's you know, all that matters. I've been blessed agree. that as an actress that I have had the opportunity to do things. Um, you know, it would have been nice if I came out of something that I did well in and had my house paid off, but I don't. And that's okay because some people have it worse. Some people have it easier. Some people. Totally. people and you know what? You could always look at what you don't have or you could say, what do I have? And I, I mean, oh, I just I'm have to otherwise one kill of those. You, you're freaking kill yourself otherwise.
1: Yeah. So. I feel like I have too much, but um I can't believe that you actually had the balls. This is how you are you really are the most courageous lady I know. I it's a person. Forget about lady. I'm calling you a fucking lady like I am. I'm all lady. There's no ladies here. (laughs) I'm a little girl. But um Sir you just went to Serbia.
0: Oh, I did. Oh, I did. I went to Serbia. I can't Serbia. believe you just went to Serbia. I went to Serbia. Um, there was this, like last year, this woman out here that I didn't know said, oh my God, you'd be great for this role. And I read the script and it was charming. And it gave me an opportunity to have a lot to do as a, a leading, you know, a supporting, wonderful leading lady. And I was like, great. It was supposed to be filmed a little in Serbia, a little bit in Montauk, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, drama, drama, drama with COVID. We're going, we're not going, now you're going, a lot of lines, last minute. And in a nutshell, you know, I mean I bought the, the suits to wear, the masks, the whole it was fine to travel. I was careful. The crew was wonderful. The the I met some lovely, lovely people who like were so warm and the girl that was helping me, my like assistant and like I mean, I I met the mother. We went to the lake. They bought me a painting. The people were so generous. You know, it wasn't always easy filming. There was some bumps and grinds. We don't have to get into that. But in a nutshell, I went to work. And you know what? When no one's working and you're working and you get to do your stuff, I mean, you know, I was happy. I was impressed. I was
1: impressed. I was like, "What? Damn, she's got I wouldn't even. I can't even walk out of my house. By myself, house. baby. So by good. myself. No, no, on. I know. I let you are an inspiration. I eater. I eater. Eater. All right, now tell me about your audition for the freaking Sopranos. And you knew Jim oh. first. Well, you Jimmy knew Jim and I from doing Streetcar, well, or from
0: I go way back to 1992 when we were um, doing Streetcar Named Desire. Streetcar. And I'll tell you, I love it. He, he, he probably is like, don't tell that story again. I talk to him all the time, but I'm telling the story, Jimmy. So anyway, we <laughs> met, it was Streetcar Named Desire, and here's our rehearsal. I'll make it quickly. And I'm, we're sitting in the room, and it's like, you know, Jessica Lange, Alec Baldwin, we're like, he's 30, I'm 29. We're like, oh, my God, we're on Broadway. So, of course, like I'm sitting there, he comes in late to the, to the rehearsal, like a little late. He's got his bike, a chain around him. He's like, I was so cool. was not babies. a motorbike, a bicycle. <laughs> Comes in with the wheel, with the chain. He's like, and I'm like, oh my God, I got to deal with this shit. Anyway, we definitely <laughs> had chemistry right away. Um, um, anyway, and he was wonderful. But what happened was years later, flash forward. So Jimmy had told me, hey, there's this uh, TV show that I'm going to start working on. They might need a sister. And I was like, wow, Jimmy, thanks for thinking about me. Let me know. So a year goes by. We never, it never happens. So the next year after it's been on, oh my God, everybody loves the show. It's fantastic. And they start calling in the sister, the older sister. Well, at that point, everybody's called in, everybody wants it, this one, that one. And so I went in, um, And the the first time I went in, I, I, uh, I basically, you know, you know, did it and they, they liked me with, you know, and then I went in next time to read with James. And so did every, you know, everybody was there. I mean, I knew the casting people, so I didn't have to like go to a beginning, beginning one. And so when I went there, I mean, you know, Marsha Gay Harden, I'm like, she's, I'm such a huge fan of hers. So I'm like, Oh great. She's up for the part. Luckily, she doesn't seem like such an Italian sister. So thank God. I didn't have to go against her because I love her. And anyway, we just, um, we just you know, and oh, the night before when he, he said, hey, you know, why don't we run the scenes, right? Why don't you come and not run him with you? And I, you know, because I was like, okay, we'll just go over it. And then after he's like, I, you know, what if you don't get it? I said, James, I can only pray. It would be great. I would love it. But you know what? You got to, that's it. I can only do what I can do. I said, but if I don't get the job, you're going to have to lend me my rent money. I swear, (laughs) I'm not lying. So I made that sound like a joke. I said, I was like, I'm serious. I need the fucking rent money, you know? So anyway, I got it. And and there I got a beautiful family with really good, good good-hearted people all around. You know, not just the actors, but the crew, the people in the office, the HBO, the director. It was like, it was such an equal family, like, and that all came from James. Mostly, like I don't like when actors are above or the directors are, but you know, I like when it's a team. And because of me and the, most of us, we weren't one of those diva groups. It was. I heard you.
1: You. you the way you put it in another interview, you said. That um coming onto the Sopranos felt like um like you you likened the experience to falling in love for the first time, like with a man, you know, like with a man, like falling it in really love. Was, yeah. And that's
0: what it felt like for me it, too. And it I was like a that you It really that. was. Like we I remember the first time I met you and I was like, Oh Joy, you know, it's probably gonna be all like and you were like, Oh, I was so scared to say hi to you. I was like, you were so scared to say hi to me. I was like, "Oh, she's been here, and I'm no—I'm the new person," and we were all like, nobody had an ego. I mean, no. Edie especially. Edie has like no ego. You know, she's so kind and nice, and you know, um, everybody's just like down to earth people. It's none of these like, yeah. "Oh, my entourage. I'm so well." There are there were a few, but not basic people you know yeah thing-
1: i i did never experienced that on the show i mean look at the way we showed up to the emmys that year we i don't know if you were on the show yet well, when we, no- the first year i don't know what year we went on the new jersey transit bus were you no here? i didn't i wasn't on that no 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 i didn't do that one. Oh my god yeah they were like you know, we, they, they hated us hollywood hated
0: us oh yeah in the beginning. they hated you oh sure oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't the other
1: actors. It wasn't our peers. It was more the industry just didn't know what to do with us. The press didn't know what to do with us. So of course we show up there in a New Jersey transit bus as tacky and as loud and as boisterous as we can be.
0: Oh my God.
1: That's pretty crazy. Well, maybe that's why they had an attitude. (laughs) can't believe you were on with us i would think you'd be leading that brigade no no <sighs> Ooh, oh as a matter of fact one of the yeah. emmy Knights. look at this look oh my god look at oh this is oh it's always on my it's always right near my desk it was this was the screen actor Oh, oh they screen have actor there's sharon oh i'm holding up a picture sorry for those of oh you guys who god, are not watching Genevieve, Ginger, mommy, up the uh, princess, and me. It's holding I a cigarette. I no, back you, then. Wait, my you're hair. you go- go- gorgeous, looking. always gorgeous. You oh. know that I, I'm not. Now I'm not gonna. I'm not patting myself on the back here. But you know, whenever I walk into the my studio and I see the pinball machine um. and I see your picture on my pinball machine, I'm like, I always think that's me. I never relate. <laughs> To the picture of Adriana as being me, I see you, and I'm and I always that's think a that's compliment. me compliment. That's by. a compliment. I
0: always told you that. That's great. Me- I don't. I love. Oh, you got to see her house. She has the coolest house. Maybe a little extra stuff around. We might have to put some <laughs> stuff away. Aida, I need you to come here and help me. I know. I, I honey, help. I am the best organizer in the world. I don't know who that woman is that, you know, has the book and shit. I don't care. I've been organizing houses and closets and everything since I'm 12. Oh yeah, it's her old. thing. It's, oh no, you have thing. no idea how. And I I say this because I am. I listen, I don't brag. I would never say something about myself unless it was true. Like I don't <laughs> go around saying I'm a great actress. I I'm, I'm sure I do well, but you know, but when it comes to organizing, oh no. no, no. And fat yeah the boss when I come to LA man, but get ready. Oh my God. I'm
1: like the fucking boss. Let's go. I I wanted you to do my parents' house out in the Hamptons and then that they, they, they they never dealt with it. It's a nightmare. Oh, anyway. All right. Well, anyway, what are we talking about? Back back to the Sopranos. So when you got the part, did they give you the part in the room? Were were you you so freaking
0: balls to the wall? Okay. Okay. What happened was when I did go to the audition, I am so used, I was so used to movies and improving a little bit that I took it upon myself to do the scenes, live the scenes, but, you know, say a word or two or bring it, you know, keep it going or whatever. So I was called into the, di- you know, with the director and the producer. And I was like, oh my God, what, what, what's the deal? And I'm like, uh, and then they're like, Aida, we really like- do improvise. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you do. And they're like, but, um, you know, we really work hard on the script. And if you can't- <sighs> to it we can't and i was like oh no oh no it's david and i was like no 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 I 100 david and you know what it was it was just that i was so used to like doing some woody allen movies and some films that it wasn't i hadn't done tv that way anyway i was like oh no no i can stick to the script i can stick to the script so i honestly don't remember if that point i got it in the, i think they called me after i left and then they called me and gave yeah
1: you guys no. set me up with um you and Deborah Lynn set me up with a with a psychic, a medium a long time a ago. Yeah, not a, a psychic. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's anyway, you know, it was, Okay. It was when my dad passed yes. and um and you guys were like there there's a a message whatever. So I I did it. I uh I called it, it was weird. It was right after my house burned down. But it was during was, that you had just found out I think that day. Right. It Wasn't was like it a like- few days later. It was. It was what? weird. It, I was just okay. telling Deborah this, and for those of you guys who don't know who Deborah is, it's, it's Jim's Jim's wife. Um, so, I, I the, the email address that came from the psychic was one two three. That was the email one two three something something. That oh, was something, the medium. I'm sorry. One two three. Yeah, and my my building had just burned down, and my address was one two three. Oh wow. Um, it was, it was so weird. And I, yeah. but the, but the medium didn't know anything about the house, no, I didn't, didn't mention it, but the first person who came through and now Jim and I were not like this. We were friends and buddies and we partied and we, it wasn't what you and Jim had or even right. what Lorraine and Edie
0: and, you know, yeah, but he's um, the one you're going through him. He's the one talking. He's the connection with mags, you know?
1: Well, I guess so, because he, I thought I'm come talk. I'm going to talk to my dad and all my dead friends. I'll be damned. The first person who comes through <laughs> is Jim. And I felt like I was caught in my house. Like, like, like a, like someone walked into your house and like you're in your underwear and you got no makeup what? on. And, and, and I was, I, it was so unexpected. I kind of freaked out, but he was there to usher me into the situation where I was going to meet all of these people in my life that had passed. I'm going to get, I'm going to get choked up. He, um, to let me know that it was safe and it was okay. And in order for him to get my trust, he told me what I was wearing in my room. He told me that my makeup was smeared down my face. He told me that he liked my new haircut. I had just cut my hair short. Well, we say him because she she says what he's saying. No, the medium was telling me that Jim was saying all of these things to me to build my trust so that I wouldn't be afraid to meet my father and mm-hmm. my friends that were waiting on the other side to talk to me and they were all there. And then he started the, he started the meeting. It was like this, it was like, he started the meeting, he left, and then he came back at the end to wrap it up with them. And then the three of them were together. It was, yeah, it was very, very strange. And I have weird chills on my body. So maybe he's a, uh, he, he heard, I don't know, but, oh, um, he's so around beyond that, he hangs yeah. out with buddy. He does. Oh my God! You know who my favorite dog is, right? Dookie. Who? Dookie. Duke.
0: Oh, oh, Duke. Oh, Duke. Duke. Oh, I love Duke. Duke. I mean, I have a crush Duke is on James's him. dog. Duke. I have a oh Duke. I love Duke. Yeah, Duke. Still loves alive, Duke. still kicking, and he's beautiful. Duke's still going. Duke is yeah. I when I yeah yeah Duke still going and getting older. You know, can't do the walks and stuff, but still around and. Yeah, love. I
1: was just there, and he was really playful. And then De- well, you know, Deborah was like, "Take it easy with him," because yeah. then he's not going to be able to walk tonight. I was yeah. like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> he well, he was really happy playful. to see
0: you. He was happy. to see- I, he was, yeah, just a he nice guy. Was-
1: he's, He gives me kiss. I literally oh, he's delicious. His little breath. But anyway, so now all of okay of all of your you've had a lot of leading men on The Sopranos. You you oh. went through you went through the cast. You went just through the sexually, whole Just sexually. Cast. No. <laughs> no I mean. um, who did you prefer to work? Who did you, who did you have? I mean, well, there's, it's a, it's a kind of a, a multi, um, this is going to be a multiple choice. This is going to be a, a, you need an essay book for this one. You're going to need the blue book. Like when okay. you're in high school, okay. you need the blue book. Spin to Spin it out way. and I will decipher. <laughs> which, right, which one of the, your leading men did you like to act with the most of your lovers? Okay. Not yet. Well,
0: You know, I guess that in one way is a little unfair in the sense is that like some of them were so quick, like Joey pants. I had a few scenes with, so that wasn't necessarily like a, that was like day players for us because there was not a lot there. And then but he's a handful. Well, I just, I love Joey, but I, I was like, Joey, let's run the lines. Cause I want to make sure everybody, cause nobody's the boss of me. So I was not worried. Like, it's, <laughs> gonna get done right i mean i you know i'm not the. i wasn't jimmy or Edie or the i mean, but i was still like this is how we're gonna do this i mean you know what i love steve i love steve syrup so like we had it was very easy working with him i right. mean what i can say is i can't compare them as actors because everybody's different and the scenes were different but what janice kind of went through with richie was a yeah, whole lot. That's life. what. I, that's more what I. I mean, mean is like, what, what did you like if you're doing looking most? Looking at it, like what I had to do with these characters, the dynamic and the stress and all the sickness, like what I had with with Richie was so many levels. I was starting off. Here's this guy. He was crazy. She was manipulative. He was men- So all the dynamics in that interaction for that year, there was so much going on so many head trips, so many levels. So as an actress, it was fantastic, you know? And that was your first year on the show. It was, yeah. was your first year. That's right. It was my first. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, you know. That's a lot. Yeah. But it was, it was, you know, I mean, you know, people, they never think, oh, you know, can you act? It's like, that's what I do. That's why I went to school. Yes, I can handle it. Whatever. I mean, Anyway, long story short, I enjoyed it because I had something to do. They gave me some meat to do, and I loved it. I mean, come on, who, has, who goes to yoga class with a guy that you, like, see in <laughs> yoga class? And, oh, you know, and then, like, you know, having sex with a gun. I mean, like, there's all these dynamics and manipulating him, and then, I mean, there was just so much stuff to play with. Oh, and so it, much. You know? I mean, it wasn't about love. They, you know, there was a lot, Yeah. And he was the sick fuck and she's a sick fuck, So they Yeah. I think what happens in in the writing gave you this opportunity, and that's why I think a lot of us, why these people you fell in love with was that they were real people. The writing then gave you a person with not a one-dimensional, I'm playing this person, I'm, I'm a psycho, a sociopath, or, I mean, it was a real person. Yeah. They were real people. Good times, so bad great. times, angry, funny. Like, that's why it worked. It's like you can still have humor and be like, there's so many levels. Like, I remembered I, I I had to go visit a family person in the mental institution a lot. And, you know, you had to make jokes. Was it fun? No, it wasn't fun, but it was life. So, what are you, you going to do? You're going to be like, oh, I'm at the mental institution again. You're going like, to you have to have some fun. Oh, look, I'm at the <laughs> mental institution. Oh, hi. You're like, you're like if you don't joke about, it, but there's lots of levels within everything, and that was the yeah. beauty of the writing. And therefore, if you saw that and let your character and your soul and your person you be all these things, that's what made it work. It wasn't yeah. one-dimensional, you know. No,
1: never. And the way you played that character, oh I- my <laughs> God, Aida, I I don't there honestly there are no fucking words for it. It transcends any kind of just you know it transcends it, it transcends even amazing performances in the world in All some right, of the hi, biggest hi, hi. films ever. I'm not kidding. I am going to say it because and we talk about it, you know, when we're when we're doing the rewatches and stuff, but it's um it's right. otherworldly. Your performance and I mean everyone's everyone across the board on the show is fantastic, but you in particular I I don't even I, I like I said there there really aren't words for it. So, yeah, I, I mean I the nuances you it's, know it's like it's like provol david provol was like it. when you watch his performance and david and jim too david. obviously yes. but you watch just those the, yeah. the the moment to moment of and i remember what you were saying earlier like that you take your script you 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 build up your character you score your script and then you throw it away yeah. and then you're in front of the camera and you're like okay now what's going to happen will i retain anything i just worked on or is this going to be something totally different and um It's like you're a, you're a cross between like Edie's performance and Jim's performance all like into some crazy explosion, you know? Well, I,
0: I, it's hard to take in because I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Like I, I I mean, I think I did a good job, but I, it's very hard because like, I don't, I haven't seen it in 20 years. Uh, When I did see it, you know, how do you judge yourself? So I don't know. I mean, you know, so I, I mean, I I'd like to go back and watch it, not just to see myself, obviously, but to everybody. Because when you do, like, I catch maybe years ago or I caught a little bit, I'd be like, wow, they were great. Like, I'd see things and realize how great the show was. I mean, not that I didn't think it was good, but I'd have to go back. But, I mean, I thank you for those words. I, I don't know if I comprehended what you're saying, but um, it's hard to judge yourself, you know, so. I know. <laughs> I know. I. Know. But, I mean, you're.
1: It, it's, I mean... And what did you like playing better? Did you like playing the Janice or the Parvati
0: side? You know, the truth is, she was was actually the same person. She was was always the same same person. She just used that name. That was just an act. Oh, she was a survivor. That wasn't, she just, she changed for, I mean, she played anything she needed to be. She was still just always Janice. Like, that was her name. That was a makeup for them. And and then, you know, she, she played... She did whatever she had to do. Oh, now I'm a, now I'm a mafia wife. And oh, did I make that? She do whatever she oh. would do to be whatever. She just made a manipulative to survive. And she believed that she was doing the right thing, that she was, you know, I mean, she didn't feel like she was being mean or un, unjust in any way. I mean, she was surviving. And it kind of just came from her. It, it wasn't like she went, I'm going to do this. She didn't really do it that way. It was a survival. I think I have to do yeah. this. See, I think Janice like rolled with the punches.
1: Like the, okay. the, you, Janice was quick on her feet. You she know, she, uh, she would hear something and then shift gears immediately and, 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 and watch your wheels That's a real sociopath.
0: Out. Like, see, it happens where you don't think you're being like, it's not like someone saying, you know what? I'm going to get that person. They don't think that way. It's like, I got to survive. I'm going to do this. This is the best scenario for me. It's not about hurting others or being. It's like, how can I survive? I need it. becomes like an honest thing. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, 100%. There are people in the world that lie and kind of believe that they're not lying. Yeah,
1: 100%. And that's where they lie and they, lie and they believe their
0: lies and they lie. And that's kind of a person who is ill. But also um like um narcissistic, and you people start believing it because they believe did it. you consider Janice a narcissist and a sociopath? oh yes, 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 On different okay. levels there's all of it. it's like you know are you right, on the right, right. she's on the spectrum of, by sure I mean she's very smart, very intelligent, and the oh levels of her sociopathicness um you know it's like i I'm not a doctor to then dissect that level of it for her, you know, to say, "Oh, you know, a real person. I mean, but I think there's a, a total illness in there and the, whatever levels of diagnosis. But yeah, yeah, yeah. She truly, yeah.
1: Do you love your scenes with a, uh, no, not a bad person. And that's why you love her by yeah. the way. That's why mean you love her. I She's mean, sick. Yeah, so she is. sick. But you don't wrong. see her as sick. I
0: mean, I'm sure. You know, we we have so many different fans on the show. I don't mean sick, like people looking at her like sick for me. And I realize it, but then I throw it away. Like, I know that it's the illness you get from a mother who treats you away, who's ill with a father who's a murderer, and a mother who's got some real, like, there's a lot of shit going on. When you grow up in that, if you grow up in an abusive family where there's violence, it's in your blood, whether you think you deserve the violence, whether you think you're going to be violent. This is where she grew up. This is where Tony grew up. Even within- She didn't stand a chance. You know, yes. And, you know, I mean, you know, there's a a lot of sickness. But but, I mean, I I was blessed to be given an opportunity to be at the right time in the right place and be blessed that I got picked to have the writing there, to have someone write this. I know. And I admit it, I think I did a good job. I do think that- some people might not have let her go to certain dimensions. But, you know, and I am i mean, I think if you look at it, like who else you think could have played Jim? Tony? No one. Like it's like Jim no. Jim was meant because James took a man with so many facets. And there are people like this. I mean, you loved him because he did have a heart just as much as he had this. Oh, yeah. Passion. I mean, and so how great is it that somebody... That's not a pretty boy could be so sexy. And I, believe me, I always thought James was sexy. He was sexy. Oh, me too. Totally sexy. But how great in the world that, you know, of course it happens more with men than with women. But, you know, a lot more women be like, oh, he's sexy. You, you don't see like, you know, how many men were in love with me. Maybe there were. I don't know. Let's call them up. Nobody
1: kidding me. You, <laughs> <laughs> you were so hot on the show. You need to go back and watch and see how beautiful you look. Oh my God, your little face. You look
0: like an angel. I only see chubby It's like a little evil angel. Well, now I've lost weight. So now I'm not. Guess what size pants now? I, I fit into these pants and they were a size six not all sixes you're but, tiny right now you're but you're always tight you're oh you're you have the skinniest strongest yeah, leg. legs of I all lost time. like I, I you know it was nice you got any clothes for me in your house send it over oh no. yeah come on you come over and organize my freaking closet when will, will I can take a goddamn plane
1: you, right, you're now, not
0: afraid to fly come I'll and fly. stay with I'll Deborah
1: fly. and I'll, me
0: yeah I'll go, I'll come and hang out with you guys and
1: make some, oh my God. Make wow. the sauce. You got to come make the sauce. I mean, anyway, back to what you were saying about the show. All of those characters had such a hyper awareness yes. of themselves, which was something that was so um, like incongruous with the with a mob genre. That doesn't exist in, in a mafia show. Um, and I feel like, um, you know, we got bashed by the Italian Anti-Defamation Society uh, yeah. a lot. Um, and I was wondering sort of what your stand was on that, because I was very vocal about it when it was happening, coming mm-hmm. from a family that was half mafia and half artists with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, her fa- She was a writer and then her father was a, was a, was a mobster. I didn't so, know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. The, it, the whole, I didn't know much about it until we did this podcast because I've been researching my own family. So now I'm like it's yeah it's crazy stuff as a matter of fact there's a really great story in there about my family that that whenever i think about the story i think about you playing one of the i think about you playing my great grandmother anyway i'm into it it's a job no 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 this is not a job this is a this is some crazy stuff but i'll
0: tell you about that you know what that sounds fyi i think it would be beautiful for you to do this because i think there's a lot of levels and i think that could be an interesting thing for you um get writing well somebody writing well, she wrote it my
1: mom wrote oh, it but you know, i told you she has to she sold it to hbo like this right after the sopranos they wanted something like the sopranos well wait a minute and my so, family so can you get it back or no i no they gave it back to me they made they took boardwalk empire instead the Limit, which, of course, I understood why they would do that. And they were both period pieces. 1950s Harlem is my family's story. Um, but they worked it for a while, Carolyn Strauss did, and then they gave it back, which was awesome. But then my mom got dementia and couldn't continue I writing. I know. I so know. I need writers who write with that Italian-American
0: voice, which All is right. not- a very you, common boys, Well, there are people. I think you have to trust it. And and within you that you can work with it with corrections. I think it's about the characters and the action instead of just the Italian side. Like remember, it's the story. And then you can always use some of you to, to make that more authentic or other people. But the writing part to make it work, the basis and the and the basis of yeah, that need a, needs you need to a be great strong. writer good writers, yeah. the other stuff you can color that in. It's the, the, the story that has to be strong. So I think it's an interesting Oh, idea. the is strong. Well, then Sto- go with the story. The story and is strong. Yeah.
1: But know? anyways, back to, Na- I, I want to know about your time with Nancy Marchand because you oh, your, char- your right. character was an extension of her because you were her baby, you're her daughter, and then you pretty much turn into her. I mean, that scene of you and Richie in the car, you probably don't even remember it. But you're coming home from the funeral and um you're telling Richie bas- you're 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 mimicking the junior livia scenes basically as you and Richie now where you're trying to oh. um emasculate him to the point where he feels like he has to make a move because you're oh. filling his head up with with all of this negativity
0: about your brother. About so, this him, was right. after my mom died. It was after mommy died? No, this I'm, is before. I mean, oh, so before she before. died. Okay. Yeah, she's laying in the
1: car like this. At the oh, she's in the car. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then you're just like, and
0: I'm like, holy shit, she's. Okay, I do remember. Yes. Okay. I mean, you but know, what about 30. those scenes with Nancy? Well, between you and me, first of all, I I used to watch, I mean, I loved Marty. I I watched her on, was it Lou Grant? What was that she was at, at the Yeah, paper? it was Lou Grant, right? No, no, yeah. Well, there was a show that she was the, you know, I mean, I had seen some things. I mean, I, I loved her acting, obviously a consummate actress. Um, working with her was very special for me because this was someone I admired, and not a lot of people I'm like, oh my God, about. And so it was really a blessing. And when we had a lot of work, Nancy had been sick at that point. And the weirdest thing was that Nancy was sick with lung cancer. Yeah. And my mom got lung cancer right around a little after, but they both died within two weeks. My mother died first and then Nancy died a week later. And working with her in the hospital scenes, and at times she was having some problems, only because she was ill with cancer. The concept actress never, you know going through this and and so it was hard for her but i was like please you know i can follow you don't worry about i mean oh my god don't worry you you know you're on medicine and i just it was it meant a lot to me because i i don't know i just for a lot of reasons i was i was so i really I mean, she meant a lot i respected her so on that level in itself and then that she was going through this time i wanted to be there I felt very privileged to have the scenes with her. I'll tell you a funny story. So all that meant a lot. So there was one, it was my first time with her. It was like the third episode, but they filmed it second. This funny story. So I'm going to work and I'm like, I completely don't understand this, this, this scene. To myself, I'm like... Am I stupid? I don't understand. I don't want to say anything. It's my second episode. So we go, and then the you know, the director's gonna rehearse with Nancy and I, and I sit down with her, and she before he comes and she goes, What are they talking about here? You know, <laughs> like, but not like that was in Nancy, like that was the character. Like she was like, I but I mean she said it like Nancy, but and am like kidding her, but like what I don't fucking understand. Like basically, I'm like Oh yeah, you don't okay because I don't understand. It was like some kind of like Hitchcocky concept, and I thought I was losing my mind. Oh. I thought, wow, you're really with stupid. the stairs, with the images with the of stairs, the stairs. But then the way the lines were, so I wasn't sure what was really happening. Anyway, I don't really remember the whole scene, but I do remember, and I went where the money was hidden. Where the money was hidden. Was, oh my god, see, I guess that's you got what you she's stupid. talking about. Okay, something. Anyway, right? Maybe I said that. Anyway, long story short. I was like, oh, thank you, Nancy. Because, you know, it's like my second episode ever. Oh. And I'm like feeling like an idiot anyway. I was like, oh, thank you, because I didn't understand it either. So it was amazing to work with her. I'm, I'm not going to brag because I don't usually say one thing, but it was very, very, very special to me. When One day I was doing some looping, and Martin Bruce Lee said to me that her daughter said something really nice. Um, to him uh, that Nancy said about me, that something nice about working with me. And you know what? Those, to me... Are you going to tell us? Those are the things I always you remember. Gonna, uh, I'm sorry. Are you going to tell us? While you um, tear up, no, are you going to tell us? No, it just a nice us? thing. Like, it was a, a compliment about me in some way, about working with me. You know, no. it, it was something All I, you know, Right? Just, no, I mean, it was something like that, but I'm saying it was just like it was, you know, whatever. I don't even... But the fact that when you really admire someone and a real actress, like someone who's really knows their shit and they say something really kind about you and you're just, yeah. you know, start, like, I mean, I didn't start acting, but in the new thing in the scenes and things, just, you know, said hi, baby. That's my neighbor's dog over here. Come here, Ike, you want to say hi? Oh, let me anyway, see Anyway, immense meant emot- the come here, Ike, up, up to your Come on, up, come here. Ike. Come on, be cute. Come on, up, up, up. Get up on those boobies. On. Up, 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 up. Okay,
1: come here, Ikey. Oh shit! Here. Get up on them boobies. There you go. Come here, I. Ike. hi oh.
0: Ike. Ike.
1: oh, they. Left. I see a lot of. To- I see a lot of ass right
0: now. For a lot those of, of you who are just listening, oh, I just saw point. a lot of ass walk. That was by a screen. lot of dog ass. Yeah. <laughs> so you know why they want their treats, and they went on three walks and they're tired. I'm like, oh my babe. god! I'm not You're the allowed- best mommy. I'm getting in trouble because I'm, you know, I'm Italian and I gotta cut down on the. Don't give them diarrhea. I don't give them diarrhea. Don't give them diarrhea. I don't give them. And then they boil carrots sometimes. It's just, you know, I'm Italian.
1: Aida, how did you, how did you feel about the anti-defamation um, bullshit stuff? You were what, you one I, of the I ones that fought like, against it?
0: I, I mean, I, 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 had I, issues. I mean, if anybody I had issues. asked me, I, I would tell anybody how I feel. I feel like they took it to the point of like, we're putting down Italians. It had nothing to do with all italians we were basically speaking about this group okay if they were cops they'd be here if they were therapists they'd be there like like this is the mafia right? so this is that world were we out speaking about every italian no this is a story this is a story about this and we're not saying that i mean come on guys this is entertainment okay this is this world all right when you were somewhere else, you weren't putting that. You didn't have the therapist who's Italian being like, why got you, you know, cursing and being right. respectful person? Like they were not saying these are all Italians. So pay the fuck attention and realize that this is a story about that world. Period. Yeah, I, I got very, I, I would get really heated about it because it made
1: me feel like our, our people and were very insecure about their heritage and I got very, and I was younger,
0: you know, and I was just like, Hey, I I, I respect that they want respect, but guys, we're not saying this is all Italians. If it wasn't a hit show, you would never, you know, pay attention to it. It's just a part, you know, this is just this world of it. And it's just depicting this world. I mean, I'm sorry. Basically that's the point. This is what they're doing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't, you know, and I respect that they're trying to have a but. I think in in moderation. And now today, everybody goes off handles. I mean, I could never be you can't, you can't today be a comedian. God forbid you say this. No, it's true. I mean, I'm over the whole this way that everybody's got. Oh my god, I can't take it. Well, everybody's we got to talk about that. we. Chris and I will not talk about politics no, or anything I won't on this show
1: because or, or we, get or we get destroyed.
0: Or politics, everybody has a view and that it's like, it's good to respect people. I do. I grew up with everybody, but everybody's got to chill it down a little bit. Everybody, you know what it to, is? It's not it's about, like, hey, mind calling me this? Everybody jumps down your throat in anger before they could even say something nicely like would you mind saying this or this is what you should call me or hey that's not very respectful oh i'm sorry but everybody's ready like before they even know to be like "Eh, eh, eh." it's like the end of the it's like the end of the sopranos damned if you
1: do damned if you don't i mean kill tony soprano the, Not, everybody's going to be pissed if you keep them alive everyone's going to be pissed Everyone no one knows what to do everybody's walking around with their everybody heads had cut a off right there. you know
0: what life goes on that's what happens
1: yeah love all you need is love 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 but speaking of love can love. i ask you a can i ask you a personal question
0: oh, you about can, your my. sex scenes on the sopranos oh okay my sex scenes.
1: why yeah. in the fuck did you have some of the craziest
0: sex scenes on mm-hmm. the show I didn't, you never saw any of my, my body or anything. I mean, I never, well, there was one time that whole thing with Joey pants, when we were reading that in the room, I, I mean, Michael wrote that. Didn't Michael write that? I have no idea. Somebody. Probably. I mean, it was some, I don't, all I know is I had no idea what was really happening. What was going on with the dildo? I honestly was like, what? They had to like explain it to me. I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, so how did you feel when you would read these? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, at one time I think they even filmed me giving a blowjob, but I, they didn't use that to somebody, but I don't remember who it was.
1: How did you prepare to do those crazy scenes? Were you a nervous wreck on those days? I, mean, I, I get very
0: well, nervous. I, mean, I might have been more scenes. nervous with uh, the actual trying to have sex with the gun because that was like bigger than just the other stuff, I think. Yeah. I mean, you're not comfortable when you're like, Half, you know, I don't have the body that I wanted. to that was Joey pan and that's where the one I had no idea where the dildo was. I was like, I didn't understand, but I was like, we haven't gotten there yet. I haven't rewatched that episode. I haven't yet. seen I haven't. that. I mean, I haven't seen that in years. I mean, pretty much, you know. Listen, I didn't have any major sex stuff, you know, so I was lucky. Oh, yeah, back. but the
1: gun scene was pretty crazy. I that mean, David was, even. I one. asked David how he prepared for it when we interviewed him, and. He, you know, that was a crazy day for him. His daughter was giving birth, and then he had to go in and put a gun to your head and and mm-hmm. take you from behind. He was like, "What? What is this life I'm living right yeah. now?" And yeah. he said that you were really fun and light that day, and that you were just walking around singing, "Let's get it on."
0: Oh, I was. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm going to tell you what Marvin Gaye. I mean. Was I nervous? I was probably more nervous about what I looked like and my body than the actual. Oh, always. We always you know, are. I mean, I think it's more about that and my arms hanging out or God knows what, you know, I'm a woman and I don't have, I didn't have like Drea's fucking body. I mean, Drea's- look, I didn't, I didn't know I had Drea's body back when
1: I did the show. I look back on it now and I'm like, Jesus Christ, baby girl, you were all right. But back then I was, it- I was petrified and I was always in my panties. I she was, was
0: like, was always in the, yeah. Oh, I know. I mean,
1: yeah, it's no, a nightmare. I never, it was like-
0: luckily I was never that kind of actress. I could never do it, but I had some fun. I definitely, I don't remember some of the stuff, but I did have some fun. And well, you know, I did this movie in Italy. It was an Italian film, all in Italian. I even had to speak Italian, but don't ask me what I said. I, I remembered it then this was years ago and I had a sex scene. Thank God I had clothes on. Thank God. Cause it wasn't a horror film, but um, um no, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this was years ago, but You're I had, silly. this. I had like a sex scene in Italy. It was hysterical, but I was, you know, it was like a black comedy. So it, it was, which it was movie hard. was it? What movie was it? It was called the Muzzavella stories, but
1: it was in Italian. film. So. so what was your favorite, what was your favorite scene that stands out to you on the show?
0: I think one of my favorite scenes is the one, I mean, that, picks it out to me in the sense of the writing and working with Jimmy was the one after I kill Richie and at the, at the bus. <laughs> I the
1: so bus love time. that scene. Anyway, I know we didn't really talk about your movies and all the other awesome no, things. No, I don't, honey. Oh, like the like like need- fact that you were, I mean, you've worked with Scorsese and Woody Allen
0: and, and your cousin. Yeah, I mean, was it the lead of the movie. I mean, I did, I did like I liked when I worked with Scorsese. I remember one time, like I only had this little thing and stuff, but he mentioned me. It was really cool. And we went, we had the opening at, um, you know, where the Radio City. And um, he actually like mentioned my name, right? And out loud when he was saying who was in it. I was like, oh my God, that was- Wait, That
1: was the premiere of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. In, I feel yeah. like, were, were we all at that movie premiere? Why do I feel like I was there? It was Bringing Out the Dead. Yeah, I remember, yeah, and I, I remember being it. at. Ra- I remember seeing it at Radio City, maybe so gotta, it must have been the premiere.
0: Maybe you got invited. I don't know.
1: Okay, so that the scene where you're the scene at the bus stop with Jim yeah. was your favorite. What do you say? I, something yeah. ridiculous there. You say I, something like planting something, and you're, like, said, and you're, and you're getting all
0: caught he up." Said he was buried under a tree, and then he, you know, he said, "I said he said, I know I buried him." I said, "You did." And then he's like no. so good. Like, the fuck no, but you're but you get so like so dramatic there. Oh, it's I know, so, so like, I loved him perfect. so much. You know, and I mean you just killed him. What do you mean you like? But that's what I mean. Like, you know. You, I, mean, I love One, so much, one other I question him, like- about that. Um, in
1: that scene, when you after you when you saw that script, because you know that everybody had a shelf life oh, on the that, show, it didn't matter I think. who you were. Did you think you
0: weren't coming back after that? Okay, well, I'll tell you the story. So I, it was my first year. I didn't know about the shelf life story. I wasn't thinking that. I mean, here I am work so, worked so hard to get this wonderful job. Um, I'm like, wow, you know, and I think I'm doing well. And I'm like, oh, I'm in love. We got the family. Everything's great. So it's... um like a few days before Thanksgiving. Um, and I think we were home, it might've been the Wednesday or maybe it's the, anyway, Jay, David calls my house and they say, oh, David wants to speak to you. I'm like, oh, he does. Yeah. He's going to call you. But bu-. Now <sighs> I'm like, oh my God, what happened? What happened? So David gets on the phone and he says, the next episode, we have this wonderful script and this is what happens. you know, bu- 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 and you get married and then you kill him. And I'm like, Oh my God. And then you get on the bus to Seattle. So I'm like, oh, that's great. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, um, I mean, I go to, do I come back? He's like, you know, I don't know that yet. This is right before Thanksgiving. I'm making dinner out in Mondog, and I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, well, we really haven't written it yet. So now this is Thanksgiving. And when did I know june and the only reason i came back which is very sad the only reason i came back full time because they were going to maybe put me in a few was that nancy passed so it was a very hard time i didn't know about the well, obviously nancy passed in, in the middle of june so all this time they were like no one knew and i mean it was really hard i worked so hard i did a great job And then this is, like, what happens? Like, I felt so a little betrayed. I mean, just kind of like, wow, like, wow, all this. And it's like, you know, it's like going out with a guy that you're so in love with. You think everything's going great. You work so hard. You look so good. Everything was like Matt and all those things. Like, well, you know what? I'm not sure if I can continue this. And you're like, what? So it was kind of like, anyway, so Nancy passed, like I said. And then... I guess I came in and blah blah. blah.
1: They needed the other narcissist sociopath back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: You were to come. They, they, you were to come back, anyways. You would have come back, whether come that back, happened or like, not. But who knows?
0: I mean, eventually. But in what manner? And I mean, you know what? Yeah. It's fine. I mean, you know, I believe in. Listen, shit happens, and some I don't know. You at a certain point, you have to just leave it up to the world, and, and it can't you can't do what you can't do in all in all areas. You know, from Thanksgiving to June.
1: oh Can you believe that? And like, I mean, can you freaking believe? No, no, because I know that feeling. Really, guys, like, I know the feeling. You know, when I died on the show, he told me he was shooting it two ways. We shot it two ways because of the confidentiality clause. So they shot it with a skeleton crew where I get killed, and then they shot it with the right the regular crew where I get away. And I said to him, "So what's going to be the end?" He said, "You'll find out when it airs."
0: Oh my God. And when, said, when,
1: you how long did you have to wait? I mean, I look, I had to take another job. So I had gone to him and I said, look, I have job offers and I have things that I want to do. I can't. And they right. paid me for the next season to shut the fuck up. I was like, but you're not paying me enough to live. Like, well, it was a lot. I'm not going to say it wasn't. I still took another fucking job because I was afraid for my oh, career that it would die after this. So I had, you know, we were at the Emmys. I think it was like right after the Emmys had aired. I don't even remember what the hell, the timeline. That's of a lot, it, but, but you know, everyone thinks it's so easy to be an actor
0: and it's not. No. Some so, days it's you know, easy, some days you go to work and you get paid a lot, and some days you go to work and you don't get paid enough. I'll tell you how much. No, so and, and, and <laughs> forget about the,
1: the being an actor part is the beautiful part, but it's the other shit that comes along with it that I think none of us on the show, really, any of us actors that were on this show, we're equipped to really deal with. I mean, yeah, we loved being like the Beatles for a minute when we were together. But as far Mm -hmm. as us being like celebrities in the world, none of us knew how to play that game. I don't think. I mean-
0: Really, you know, when I, I guess it's also my age. I mean, I didn't look at it like, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't Jimmy, so I didn't have to go on that level. But- um, Yeah, but everybody knew who you were. You knew when you were walking out of the house, you would have to
1: do this every five seconds.
0: Yeah, I don't know, I it was, I just took it slowly and trying to graciously, once in a while it was hard, like when I was walking down the street, extremely upset going to the hospital because my mother was dying of cancer and somebody comes up to me, doesn't see my face, Those doesn't moments, acknowledge yeah. the energy of me extremely sad and starts like, hey, hi, and you're like, you don't wanna be rude and you're like, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, I can't. You know. And some people, there were times, but I mean, listen, this is the world. Like, of course you get more used to things as you are in this world. But you know, my dad said something and I, again, let me brag, but you know, it was, it meant a lot to me because it was my dad and my dad, it's, he's been dead 18 years, but um, he said, that, he didn't say this to me. Sorry. He told me a friend and they told me, he said, he's so proud of me. He was so proud of me because of how I handled the celebrityness. And that really meant a lot to me because some people get, I was just like, you know, trying to be as gracious. I mean, not every day could you be with everybody, but, you know, I think that's important. I think you have to go back to being grounded all the time. You know, I mean, listen, things come and they go. You know what I mean? They come and they go. uh, I just read a stupid meme
1: on on my phone today that said, everybody's so busy trying to ascend, but yet no one has really mastered grounding yet. And I you know and I feel like that a lot was of so good. I oh know, really. I thought all it right. was pretty awesome. Um but with, uh, with your dad, you and your, you had a really close relationship with your dad and I know you've met my dad before probably yeah. when we were when we were all working a
0: together. lot of time my dad we at the house passed
1: too. Um but I like the story of you taking your dad to the Emmys. I took my dad. You know, we all went to the Emmys too. But that's a moment of celebrity. That's like one of those those my, my son uh, daughter daddy moments where you're like, "Daddy, check this shit out." Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: it know? was really cool because I when I got when I got it, I got nominated and everything. Um, it got like I um, he he got to. I don't remember why we were going. Oh, we were going on a private jet, right? And I don't remember why I got to go on the jet or something, but all I know is we're going on the jet. And my dad is like, he he, has not flown in years. Like we were close, but my father had some issues in life. And so for 10 years, I didn't have my dad in my life. So he comes back into my life. And I'm so excited to share this with him. But then I get to the hotel and everyone loves him at the hotel, by the way. They asked about him. That far. And he's, I was like, dad, what do you mean these are your sweatpants? What do you mean these are your shoes? And they're like, desgratziat. So I'm like, want him to like the Macy's out there. It's not Macy's. And I'm like, and he's like, oh, now he's shopping. Oh, I love this. We're buying him sweatpants, shoes, right? And I'm like, I'm like dad, you can't wear it. Not that I'm like, ooh, cool. But I mean, they were a little bit like, extra punk. You know (laughs) what I mean? Anyway, anyway, he was so proud. He was so excited. And I have pictures with him and I was just so happy to bring my daddy. And, you know, we had a turbulent time or not turbulent, just he got messed up in life badly. And so I didn't have him in my life for 10 years, but I welcomed him back and I forgave him. And then I got to take him to the Emmys and there's nothing better than your daddy being proud of you. And no, oh, yeah. And then of course he was like the star of the whole peninsula. All the people I get, were like, oh, what I love year was it? My father was such a personality. So smart, so loving, so talented. I don't say because he's my father. Trust me.
1: I don't think oh. I met your dad. What year was that? I might've been gone already.
0: Well, in my, let's see, 18, he died 18. Uh, when did we do the, oh God, I, I don't remember. Wait, just, yeah. What year were so you nominated? Uh, first 18, of all, the, who the hell were you up against that you didn't freaking win is, oh, is really my question. You know what, it is, you know what, does it really matter if you win this, you know, it's all bullshit, no. I'm glad I got it recognized. I honestly, it's, it's fine. No, I Me too. I felt the same way. I was pr-
1: frankly shocked that I even did win, but yeah. I, I didn't want to win because I didn't want to have to get up there. But I, but it, just to be recognized was the yeah. most, uh, like, holy cow. Like, I I'm, mean, like, like I was the, the kid in the back of the acting class. I don't want to yeah. go stand in front of a stage of all my peers and
0: yeah. hell no. I mean, it was, a it's a big deal. I was just happy. And then when they said, and I didn't want, I was like, oh, okay, it's over. I can relax now, you know? I was just so happy my
1: so dad worried. was with me. We had we had some crazy times when we um would go there to the peninsula. Yeah. We had some crazy times. Mm-hmm. This is one of them. This is one of those nah, crazy nah. times. We I have pictures of us in in one of our beds. <laughs> the kid it's the kids, you, me, all, half the crew, Marchetti, and we're all in a bed drinking our faces off so much fun anyway but the only right, we're not thing gonna... is... i went to bed a little earlier than you guys cuz i'm older <laughs> no you did not and i'm not even going to i'm also not going to i'm also not going uh, to implicate want you but what? you were uh you were definitely the leader of the pack on certain levels in certain <gasps> areas and i'm not going to even say what they were i, I never yeah, really I don't realize know. that i can't holding... remember myself back then Oh, we anyway, were bad. I was, you fun. were bad. We were I running up and fun. down the hallways in the hotel at the peninsula. Oh, we
0: were wild. We were we ordering food. You know what was um, great, Trey, Is that we loved each other. We had fun together. And I'm going to say one thing that was my favorite thing. If whenever you bring someone, you know, like my guy never wanted to, never wanted to go to anything. So I always brought all my girlfriends. I think everybody I was gay. Yeah. I, everybody thought that was gay. Right. Anyway, long story short, not um, me. But but. So listen, you know how it was so nice, like you bring a friend, and you know some uh, actors are like, oh yeah, oh, and they're like, oh hi, nice to meet you. Our group made sure that all of our friends, Always. whoever's friend was with another friend, or that, oh hi, oh you're so and so, oh come in, hi, like it was like such like another part of the We're family, an Italian family. Yeah, it was so cool. It was and Sunday dinner, wherever we went. My friend, my friend said that, she said, oh my God. Everyone said, you know, you're gonna be left behind because I brought it to the Emmys and you're gonna be left behind. And I, of course, all I care about, Nancy, where are you, Nancy? Nancy, where's Nancy? Oh, Nancy's here. Like, Nancy, it was the other extreme. We were like, oh no, come on, go get her. Like we're getting on the, whatever, taking pictures. Where's Nancy? Nancy's here, get Nancy. Like, it was like, because- Oh yeah. Know, right? None of this like, yes. I to take a picture.
1: No. Not at all like that. We, we didn't even know what to do on a red carpet. We felt like a bunch of assholes. I, I, it was, that was never my place in life to be on I'm a fucking not red a good carpet. carpet person. No.
0: I, no. I hated getting an outfit. Oh. Oh, me too. Oh, it's my. Dreadful.
1: I dreaded it. Yeah, but you
0: it. didn't think. She looked so good. How could you? I dreaded it. it.
1: Dreaded it.
0: Listen, if I had your body, I'd have six fucking dresses. I was so uncomfortable in that stuff. Like, yeah, but guess you know, what? That was—I had a nightmare trying to find something, and they were always like a shing- not always but. you were going to say, Shingad? No, you were I about never to say felt. Shingad. I never felt like sexy or you
1: know beautiful. Oh my god, you are one of the sexiest. I get, ugh. Yes, I you need to go back to say and that. watch the show. <laughs> like, you need to go back and watch the show. I but aside so. from aside from your your you on the show when i would get to set and i remember like we would run into the bathroom like if we were in the lobby at the same time at silver yeah. cup we'd run into the bathroom tell each other what our dramas were for the day ah. and you, you you and but but you always dripped with sexuality always you don't even right. know this about- All right, let me mail the check because my God, I love you. Let's- Always. Because okay. you have such a friggin' swagger. You know, and you know what? I have that swagger too. I get it because I used to be a shy kid. I used to be a really shy kid, just yeah. like you. And I didn't know that about you. Yeah. But I think it comes from, you know, first we start to overcompensate as we're growing older. And then it all of a sudden just becomes who we are. Yeah. And we're finally like, oh-,
0: oh. Well, it feels you know, good not to feel insecure every minute. Like oh, I have know that, it's so much energy. It's a lot of energy, you know.
1: I and you know. had that. You were. I felt like you were a kindred spirit, like a sister. When I would see you on set, it felt like home. You know what I mean? Thank like you. it just felt Thank like you. like a sister. Like I was telling um, Lorraine the same thing about her, but to me, she was an elder, and she was Karen from Goodfellas. With you, it was like. You were you were just a, like a sister, you know. Yeah. We're not that far off in age, you and I. No, either. I mean it's nice ten year difference.
0: Where you know what? I think it really goes to people who are just like um, just kind of honest, but not a lot, no, e- no big egos. Just kind of just being a person. You Which know, you're so like, generous.
1: You were you were generous from day one uh, with your yeah. spirit, with your yeah. energy, with your love of everyone. I mean, we just did a happy hour with the crew where we had um we had Kimbra, Steve, oh Joseph, oh um chicken cool. and ginger. And they were they, they love talking about you for uh, sure. Really? Yeah, they love talking about you. But I mean they might have divulged a little too much information. I they, oh, they did mention how you and Jim would would maybe play fight before an actual fight scene <laughs> and that maybe sometimes the fight was maybe not a play fight and they weren't <laughs> sure if they should turn the cameras off on leave the well, room there was blah, that blah. one
0: day that <laughs> I wasn't feeling well we did have a big fight and everything was kind of blew up but but we loved each other you know, I know and I think I it was probably me actually I actually was I ended up being really sick that day so I could have been wrong like, I to this day I can't say because he was a consummate giver and actor and you I was too, like, oh, Uno, not give you me. too. I mean, totally wonderful. And so maybe I was sick and I was off. You know, I mean, I really got deadly sick that day and went home and stayed in bed. But so maybe I was wrong that day, but I gave oh, him- I don't know,
1: they didn't go that far. They didn't go that far. They were just I, talking about I how mean, they but were- But it,
0: it was a big fight. And I was like, and then I'm yelling at the director's like, oh, you're not protecting me. What we- <laughs> oh my God, amazing. I, but the thing was it was like I think it was just because I wasn't feeling well. Cause we really you're a brother and sister. Yeah. You know. I will always I, see cause cause you if someone had his... to slap him around. No need <laughs> James, I'm kidding. He is getting oh shit. Oh my
1: god. I oh my it. god, I'm amazing. Um, oh boy. No, no, I now, love him. I love him. He, speaking he, of Jim, you that. were at um the last time I saw you, mm-hmm. you were at Deborah's house. Deborah's Right, yeah, yeah. I, I, that was okay. the night before COVID. Right before COVID, fact, and you, you cooked. Right? Was that the? Is that the time you cooked that pasta for us? I you did cooked the, the pasta. pasta. I did the sausage for
0: sausage. us. The sausage that sausage. was
1: insane. That was a right, good. You're, well, would you grace us? Right, not right now, yeah. but um, would just tell me a synopsis of how you make that that sauce. Yeah, I actually you want do to put it, it, it on lot. our
0: website. It's a pretty easy thing, except it's a lot of stirring. Um, and I make it a lot because I like it a lot. But it's the whole thing is, it's like okay. So just say I, I just did it for my birthday. I made it for my birthday oh, for um, for mm. my friends who came over to eat outside. A few friends because it was small, of course. Anyway, we ate outside. But anyway, okay. Say we're doing ten sausages. Okay. Um, say just ten. So um, which is a meal good enough for I don't know four people? Say just say okay just say 10. So what you do is you get like, um you get, uh, I do usually 20, but take a nice big onion for the five. It's got to be a good. You do, did you say 20 onions? I usually do 20 sausages, but let's just do 10. Let's just. 10. Okay. All right. So all right. All right, right. Sausages, I'm excited right now. You're doing for about five sausages, one really, really big sweet onion. And don't be afraid to use maybe two and a half, a little bit extra onion is good. You love the onion and you love, it has to be a good sweet like Vidalia onion. You chop the onion. If you don't do it in the Cuisinart, it's good to chop alone, but it has to be small, small, small. You put it in the pot with olive oil and you cook that You cook that onion until it's all cooked, cook, cooked, cook, no burning it. Okay. Then you take the sausage out of the casing, throw it in there like it's chopped meat, and chop it, chop it, chop it, chop it, chop it, it Mm. it until it's all cooked and brown. Then you get- garlic. Huh? No, it's not a garlic, it's an onion. Then you take red wine, nice pour in there, whatever, a little less, a little more, you let it evaporate, and then comes the tomatoes. If you don't want fresh tomatoes, okay, you could use the good canned tomatoes, but I like to have a mixture. So at Costco, they have those nice compote compote tomatoes, so I use mm-hmm. those, so I chop those up. Um, sometimes I keep them from, I, I freeze them, so then I chop that up. If you use the frozen ones, you gotta skin it off, not the fresh ones, so I kinda use, I probably do for the 10, one can, I blend it up and throw it in, one can of regular tomatoes, whole tomatoes, the can, and then another, oh, I don't know, say, oh God, you know, it depends, thinking, I do it like by sight, another 10, 15 of the little baby ones chopped up. So anyway, you're basically, you know, if you want more sauce, you put more tomatoes. The whole concept though, is it's got to cook three hours and you really got to chop it, cook everything down, stir, 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 salt and pepper. So it's really, you want want the onion and you balance, huh? No garlic. That's crazy. But the whole thing, I, I, I mine, mine comes out good because I use some of the fresh tomatoes. But like, say you went to Costco, the, I say Costco because they're cheaper there because you freeze them. So I freeze some of them. Like, say you want to do it, then you take it off, you skin it, and then you chop that up and throw it in. So it depends. Some people like more meat, some people want more red sauce. Do you cook, you cook your them. onions in, in olive oil
1: or butter? No, <laughs> olive oil, olive oil in this thing, okay. olive oil. Because you Not know Genoa sauce- Genoese sauce will do olive oil and butter and it's, yeah. and it's like 18 onions and then the,
0: right. the, 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 the brisket. Right. I mean, but mm. you can use, listen, listen. Genoese I lo- is the best sauce in the world. I love it. I love it. But you know, onions are, you can never go with more onions and the tomatoes. Just remember you got to cook it three hours. What the do best, you no call way. this freaking pasta? Is this pasta? I just call la- it my sausage. Know? I call it sausage sauce. Actually Rosella, Rosella, my friend from Italy uh, turned me on to it. So there you go except when i make i usually make like 20 sausages do you go sweet or do you do spicy you take it out of the thing now i don't like spicy so i don't get Uh, spicy i i only use the regular sausages the regular sausages that you know and no cream in the sauce you don't do the sauce pink it's a red sauce just a red sauce and and it's nice either on pasta or even on a bruschetta like say you oh, want to have nice like on a nice thick yeah. bread and you throw the sauce on and then it's like a
1: sample. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Aida. Are you having to be grain free with your bread and pasta? No. Like, no. No? No, I okay. mean. You lost
0: so much weight. I don't know if you No, that's the, the whole story. I had to do some stuff because of some health things. And I, you know, and it was good. My cardiologist was like, well, how about this idea? And I was like, great. So basically I, I could eat what I want. I just have to always make sure that I, I want to eat healthy. Um, And I also have to make sure I don't, you know, like during COVID, who doesn't want, I'm not a drinker, I don't drink. So, you know, who doesn't want a little bit more sugar? It's COVID. So you go into that. So I just have to watch my sweets. I mean, I'm not like dousing in them, but you know, I believe in like less gluten, less sugar, all that shit. Believe me, you feel better, especially with having our so no, no, I mean, I don't. I try not to eat tons of bread, but like, there's always. Listen, always a gluten free is always going to be better for me. Wait, Amazing. this is such a woman's conversation. Oh, it's okay. I think the men are going. Ah. Actually, I probably have to go because. Oh shit! What time is it? Six. We gotta go make your pasta right now. Okay, we gotta I gotta go, go, cook go pasta. because um, you know, the dogs gotta eat. <laughs> we gotta go feed those. Dogs. Ollie's like, I, Mommy, I love you. Hey, I thank get, you for
1: love a lovely you. evening. I'm going to be in the Hamptons in November if I get up the nerve to fly. Oh, oh, honey, count me ahead and then I'll come see you. I'll be there. Okay? I will be there very close to you. Okay. I'm so happy to see your face. Bye-bye. Gangster Goddess Broadcast is a UV Ways and Monkey Mind Music Group production. Executive produced by Dre and Chris and theme song by UV Ways.